because we want you. I'm talking right now, Mahoney. Let's go. Now, Mahoney, I'm going to rub this right in your face. On your mark, get set. Hey, Lasers, it's Wazelle. going to talk real quick about what's been going on the past 24 hours with a certain Friday 13th group page and our dear friend, Mr. Alex Edwards. And I'm not here to, to point a f- fingers or, or say... Uh, certain people shouldn't have done things or stuff like that. What I want to talk about is the camaraderie between the Laser Nation and the Bonehead Nation and just how, you know, we all saw what we thought was was wrong, you know, a wrong thing that happened to Alex and, and disagreed. And we all, you know, spoke out against it, you know, whether or not we agree with what they did on this Facebook group page or not. I It really warms my heart that everybody you know banded together and we're all just really just one big family and we're all here for each other we all got each other's backs and it's great it's a great feeling i love the laser nation the laser listeners and and the bonehead nation you know uh it's two great families to be a part of and i fucking love all of you i love fucking you guys and that's coming from me, and I know I speak for Dave Z as well. So yeah, guys, if you are listening to this and you don't know what I'm talking about, please join our Facebook group page and say whatever the hell you want. Just don't bash midgets, please, because they're people too. Alright? They have feelings, so... Alright, fuckers, let's get on with the show! Previously on Banana Laser. Dave? Mazel! Oh, thank fuck. What are we doing here? Why do we change the wall? I've been thinking. Whoever puts us here wants a good podcast. Why? I need good podcasts for the network. I'm building an empire, and those are not built upon shit. Jason, this is good enough to get the fuck out of here, right? You're letting us go this time, finally? <sighs> I gotta oh, think hard about it. Yeah, I think so. Good. Nice, nice, fucking finally. Mama, I'm uh, coming home. <laughs> I believe it's been about three and a half months, so I think it's the time. What the fuck is going on? How long were we fucking down there? I don't fucking know, dude. I didn't know where else to go. Well, I'm glad you came here, but Dave, what the fuck are we <sighs> going to do? What the fuck else can we do? We gotta fucking review movies. I, I don't know. Fuck. I guess Laser Lounge is all that we fucking have now. I guess this is our life now. It is a dark time for Banana Laser. After having barely survived the imprisonment by the dastardly robot Jason Lloyd, Dave Z and Wazell are still trying to settle back into their totally badass lives. But there is a problem. 
Once our heroes emerged into the world again, they began to realize that much more time had passed than they perceived. What seemed like a three-month captivity, in actuality, was more like 30 years. The podcasters hadn't aged a day. They looked as devastatingly handsome as usual, but everyone around them had aged exponentially, including their loved ones. What happened? Evil sorcery? Time travel? The boys may never know. Confused, scared, and a little horny, the Banana Laser Boys found sanctuary in the one place untouched by the outside world, the Laser Lounge. Unable to solve this mystery, Dave Z and Wazell did what they did best. They recorded podcasts. Here's one now. Episode 30. What's up, Banana Brains, and welcome to Banana Laser! My name is Matt, Wazell if you're nasty, and with me, as always, is Dave Z. What <laughs> the fuck is up, Dave Z? Hey, yo, I'm up, I'm up, I'm fucking awake, and I'm happy to be back in the lounge, back to normal. Yeah, yeah, back to as much normalcy as, as we can get, but yeah. We're good, though. We're okay again. It's calm, there's no drama, fucking, you know, we're in here. And, and and it's cool, and I'm I'm settling back into uh, normalcy. Back like in said. the back in the banana groove. Yep. Yes. And, yeah. Yeah. Where's Pete though? I haven't seen Pete around. Yeah. Well, you know, he'll turn up eventually. He's probably off on his own spinoff adventure. <laughs> so yeah, this is episode thirty, Dave. Can you fucking believe it? I can't. Can you dig it, sucker? Yeah. No, I, I can't believe it. Seriously. That's crazy. Yeah, I, I mean, we started last June. I believe June 24th was when our first episode dropped. It's May now, so, you know, it's just crazy. I mean, we've done 30 episodes of Banana Laser proper, and we've done, I don't know, 14-ish, 15-ish of Banana Bites, something like that. So it's been a busy year and a good year, a great year. Fuck yeah, man. These 30 episodes of there's not a bad one in the bunch, and I've I've had fucking a blast on every single one. I can tell you that I've had a blast on every single one for sure. Whether there's a bad one in the fucking bunch of bananas, that's a, I guess that's up to the listeners, but I I don't think there is, so fucking that's what counts. Yeah, you're a little biased, but that's okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm a little biased. This is, <laughs> I have fun each and every one, I can tell you that. Oh, yeah, yeah, we always have a good time. Thanks to all the lasers out there, but this past year has been great. I mean, it's not our anniversary just yet we'll probably do something special for that but you know just 30 episodes and looking back and all the work that we put into it and stuff it's it's pretty cool i didn't really expect a year ago for me to be here doing this now with dave z so it's it's pretty fucking awesome this is true yeah may 
Yeah, definitely. Who the fuck knew? Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah, right? Totally. What, like no. they say, what a difference a fucking a year makes. Yep. So, in this episode, guys, we got a lot of fun shit planned, as usual. One being a review of the 1989 film Intruder. We're going to do some fan grab shit and... And whatever else we want. And so this Intruder film kind of ends our walk through the 80s. Whether you guys have realized it or not, we've been doing a horror film from each year of the 80s. And it started way back in episode one. Motel Hell, 1980. What, what was some uh, Fun House, 81. Oh. Madman House on Sorority Row. Then we fucking did Phenomena and shit. We just did... Uh, each one of those takes place... In a different year of the 80, we just uh, chronologically have been pushing through. And this is it. We have culminated with Intruder 1989. Yeah, man. Walking through the 80s. <laughs> yeah, we walked through the 80s, all right. What a walk it was, too. The best decade there is, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Right. Yeah, the next the next decade we're going to do is the 1920s, so get ready for that. <laughs> it's going to be... <laughs> Nosferatu, kicking it off. <laughs> Silent fucking movies, everything. Nice. <laughs> nice. Count Orlock. <laughs> so get fucking jazz for that, motherfuckers. It won't be nice. boring at all, yeah. Could, could you imagine the 20s? Fucking, fucking uh, I don't even know what you would say, rolling through the 20s or some shit. The, oh, the, the roaring, roaring. Roaring. <laughs> The Roaring Twenties, so... Right, the gay 90s might be next. (laughs) (laughs) Also, up here at the top of the show, I want to talk about, you know, options for getting our show. I've had some listeners talk, you know, ask me questions about where to get the show. You can always get it at horrorphilia.com. Check it out there. If you're an iTunes user and just got to get it that way, you know, unfortunately, when you subscribe to our feed... For some reason, it doesn't work. But if you subscribe to the Horophilia feed that has all the Horophilia shows, you can get our show there. We're also on Stitcher. If you just download a different kind of app, you know, like I use Downcast, it costs a couple bucks, but you can get the show there streaming and stuff like that. So, And, you know, if you guys want to get in touch with us, we're always on Facebook. Please join our Facebook group page. Always having a lot of fun there. Pants are optional. I'm not wearing pants now, so... At least he's covered up with a banana, though. (laughs) He's got got a peel where it's supposed to be. I got the peel on, that's for sure. Always leave us a voicemail, guys. You can leave us a message on the Horophilia website, or you can call us at 314-720-8842 and leave us, you know, whatever you want there. You can tell us how much we suck, tell us that you don't listen to Banana Laser, but love to leave hate voicemails and stuff like that. that... <laughs> Say whatever the fuck you want. There's a good chance it might make the air. It will definitely be discussed one way or the other. I'll tell you that. Who else yeah. does that? Yeah. Fucking get involved, motherfuckers. I get involved. Yeah, exactly. absolutely. And, uh, oh, fuck. Oh, the phone's ringing right now. Jesus Christ. Hey, it's been a while. This has not happened on the show in a long time. No. So. Mm-mm. That's since we walked through the eighties and everything. Yeah, no shit. All right, here, let me let me just get this right here. Right on, buddy. Hello, banana laser. Peel it back or stick it up your crack. Hello. Hello, banana laser. Hello. Hello, you've reached the BL hotline. Hello. Oh man. Hey, quiet! It's him again, the Mona. Quiet. The, the Moner. What the fuck are you talking about? 
Come on, man. I only moaned because you couldn't hear us. Listen, you pervert. Why don't you go over to Lambda Chi? They could use a little of this. Lambda who? Lambda, 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 and Omega Moves. Yeah, we've come here on stage tonight to do a show for you. Producer Pete on the violin and Dave and Wazell will be joining in. We got Booger Presley on the mean guitar and a rap by... Hey, maybe this is Betty Childs. What's up, baby? Why don't you go find a wall socket and stick your tongue in it? That'll give you a charge. Why don't I stick my banana up your ass and give you a charge? You fucking creep! What's up, guys? We're back, and we got another awesome fan grab segment for you because we did it the last show, and it was a huge, phenomenal success. We talked about so many topics that you guys submitted. Dave, um, you know, uh, asked all the uh, lasers on Facebook and stuff, you know, about topics that we want to, you know, they want to hear us discuss. He threw them all in an exorcist hat. And he's going to grab them at random, and we're going to sloppily talk about them. <laughs> or not. <laughs> <laughs> sloppily. <laughs> Fan grabbing. Get over here! We're going to grab you by the bananas and not let go, you sons of bitches. So Nice, yeah. yeah. Grab the bull by the fucking banana. I'm shaking it up. Shake it up! Yeah, we're in the you end. Got, so you got that know. pile of leaves going on there. Right? Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's see what we can get here. Let's grab a good one. Grab a good one. All right. Grab a ripe one. A ripe one, yes. Very good. All right, here we go. And the winner is, which country produces the best horror films? Oh, man. Huh. Wow. Well. that's It's thought-provoking, I'll tell you that. Best all around. I mean, we definitely put out the most, uh, but best, hmm. My answer is easy fucking japan there's no question yeah oh <laughs> yeah that's every, right every time i watch a movie on netflix or every time i've watched a japanese movie it's like our general not every one of them is a fucking slam dunk but i've never watched one and then when i finished the movie said and that sucked and i really didn't like it everyone to me has always been at least a three-star movie so based on that granted there's a lot of japanese horror films that i love and there's an upper echelon, like anything else. But I've never watched one. At the end of it said, I don't like it. It, it. To this day, it hasn't happened. So based upon that, I go with the J-Horror. Yeah, I look- mean, especially lately, a lot of foreign movies have been really fucking nailing it. Whether it's, you know, Spain or Italy or even... France, France. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Didn't that... Uh... There's good French films, fuck. High Tension, Martyrs. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was thinking of. Frontiers, I think, was French. Frontiers, yes. Yeah. yeah. There's some good movies, man, yeah. Definitely. But they're good, but how many of those have I seen? Less than five? You know, I don't know. So it's hard to say, you know, the definitive answer. 
This I'm, is true. I, I, I may have think of it. I'm sorry. No, no, no. I definitely love the Italian films of, you know, the mm-hmm. 70s and 80s, and there's mm-hmm. a lot of those that I like. But is that to say that that's better that, than all the stuff that we've done here in the States? You know, I don't know. And you know what? I think maybe Canada or Australia is the answer because so many fucking of our movies get made in fucking Canada these days because <laughs> right. it's cheaper. Uh, or uh, this is true, yeah. Or yeah. Prague, yeah. you know how many fucking uh, movies come out of Prague, you know, and most of them are, are terrible. But like the underworld movies are all made in Prague, and because it's super fucking cheap. <clears throat> yeah, that's but true. That doesn't necessarily count. Those are American films being made. They are in American countries. films. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. But you can't. The thing is, just to say, uh, you know, the good old U.S. of A. is the fucking is the best. Wasn't the answer I wanted to give because. There are a lot of movies here, a lot of independent, and a lot of fucking, you know, uh, ones that come to the theaters. But there's there's so much. We have more coming out now than we've had since the 80s. You know, there's a shitload of horror out. I I just didn't want to take the easy way out and say USA. Because I know you love that stuff from Japan, you know, that that absolutely makes sense. And Uh, Italy once upon a time. Yes. If you would have asked me, you know, in the 70s and 80s, which is the best back at that time? I probably I would have said Italy. Right now, I, I've been favoring Japan since you know since the the twenty first century or whatever. Mm-hmm. Is, that, is that what we're in? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't even know anymore, Dave. Oh, right, man. I get a little confused sometimes. Yeah, ever since ever since we spent that you know the year in saw basement. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Who knows what the fuck's going on? I mean, your daughter's mayor and fucking you know my girlfriend's making a Friday Thirteenth sequel and. Mayor right. <laughs> Goldie Wilson, <laughs> Norman Winters. Yeah, Mayor, Mayor. No, but let, let me say this. Let me interject. We're only seeing so much from these other countries, right? Now, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, now people in the other countries, do they see all of our fucking horror movies? Do they see the shit, or do they? When oh no, they see it. Do they see a hit? You know what I mean? Because then they would be saying, by God, there's no question about it. The United States has the best fucking horror movie. Everything that's put out by a studio is overseas, definitely. A major studio, it's all going overseas. Absolutely, Mm -hmm. 100%. Like, you don't think the the overseas, you don't think they're seeing a a good movie that's independent, like The Battery or Afflicted or something like that? You don't think a movie like that? I doubt it because, I mean, just distribution costs and stuff like that has got to be crazy to do that, you know, for these small, low-budget films. So, ultimately, I don't know. It's hard to give an honest, straightforward answer that, that really... You can really stand behind 100%. If you say USA, it's tough to say it because there's so there's such an overabundance. And there's a lot. I mean, t- just look at the Asylum movies alone and all that <laughs> shit that comes out. you know. And then we see a lot of great gems that come out and they fly under the radar and end up being big hits. It's hard to say. But I can just say what I've seen out, out of Japan, I've never been let down. So just based solely on that, I'm going to pick that. And I, you know, I don't want to be fucking just bland about it and say yeah usa usa we got the best horror movies and i'm not knocking the, the country i'm not knocking our countries either i'm just saying you know there would have been a boring answer we may we may have the best movies you know overall we may have the most that are, that are great but mm-hmm. we have the most at bats too 
Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, so yeah, I'm going to say U.S. just by All default right. just because I can't really definitively say. Just be, I mean, look at last year and the movies that we put out. I I probably saw maybe one or two, um, four movies last year. But, I mean, you know, we did Evil Dead and Shittiest 2. You know, you're next. So many top-notch movies, in my opinion. You know, and, yeah. and, and how many, I can't even think of a foreign movie I saw, even though I probably saw a couple of them. But still, but there's nothing wrong with saying U.S. because we we have put out a lot of good movies. USA, 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 number one. Okay, sorry. Iran, number one. Russia, number <laughs> one. USA, ah, poof. Okay. <laughs> In Russia, movie watch you. <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh, out of hand. All right, good answers, though. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good, better questions, though, really. <laughs> Yes, well, well, well put. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's let's grab another one. All right, let's grab it. Grab them cakes. All right, let's see. All right, let's see. All right, let's see what we got. And oh, I got two. Well, I'm gonna go with the one. Two pick, for the price a, of one. Pick a hand, right or left. Uh, the left one. We're going left, and let's see. This is a good one. How straight to video benefits now? Compared to the 80s and 90s. Hmm. I think it benefits greatly because... It, yeah. <laughs> especially with the on-demand shit, that's what a lot of films are doing now. First, they go on-demand, and that helps create, generate buzz about movies, and people start talking about them. Then they do a, a theatrical release. It might be limited, but they do that, so more people will go out to see them because of their everyone talking about it and shit like that, so... Just that alone, I think it's it's crazy beneficial. Yeah, it doesn't matter now. The, no. These days, this day and, and age, it does not matter. If something goes direct to video, it doesn't hurt it. Like we, we, we you know, we hear about something's coming up, like Curse of Chucky. Curse of oh, Chucky yeah. straight to video, you know, and you're like, well, it doesn't mean anything. So what if it's a, it's a sequel to a franchise and there's been a bunch? Let's let's sit back and fucking watch it and and, and see and see if it's any good. Where once upon a time, if this was the '80s. And Child's Play 4 was going direct-to-video, or the early 90s, or what have you, you would automatically say, well, this is a piece of shit, you know? This is a, a franchise that once was theatrical, and now they're doing direct-to-DVD or direct-to-VHS or whatever, like the Amityville series, or all those other ones. Now, you, you, it doesn't matter. You can check it out, and you can make judgment. Think about all the movies we talked about. And, you know, that we do talk about and even ones that made our top list, they didn't come to fucking theatrical, mm-hmm. fucking the VHS movies and Curse of Chucky and, and shit like that. I mean, Lords of Salem was very limited. There's a lot of very limited. You don't want to say straight to, to DVD or Blu-ray or whatever, but they're not going theatrical. We, we When we do our Banana Bites, we talk about it. It's having a limited fucking thing and it's going to be on VOD for uh, on this day. And then it's going to a month later, it's going to be, uh, you know available to purchase it's just yeah. different yeah the times have changed i mean with the internet and everything uh, not to say a movie going to a theater can't do well but everything is out there now so they just put it out whatever works best financially for them and they know that if they market it right then the right people will see it it doesn't matter anymore no well it's a different world now and people don't want to everything's so corporate now you don't want to spend the money to go to the theater you got to go in there and you spend ten dollars on a popcorn and five dollars on a fucking coke and sit down and watch it and, and pay twenty dollars to go see a movie granted i'm exaggerating but you know 
you get the point. People don't want to go do that when nowadays, not only can you get it cheaper at home, sure, you may not have the exact same picture and sound. Well, you definitely have a better picture with fucking high def. So people are more comfortable sitting at home, having the surround sound on, their 3D, their HD, whatever the fuck, their Blu-ray. It's great quality. So why do you want to go out and, and gather up a family and go see a movie? Or even if it's just you by yourself or, you know, with your woman or whatever. It's just, it's a different age now. You know, if you can do something cheaper and do something where the quality isn't hindered, why not just stay at home and watch the movie? So yep. they know I- that. I can watch it with the, my banana in my hand. So yes, or or in your okay. <laughs> you know, uh, I, I think the last episode somebody was talking about independent horror and stuff like that. Just talking about this made me think of it. You know, if a movie costs a company a hundred million to make, then they make that movie for about thirty million, and then the rest of it goes to promotion for the fucking movie. Can you fucking believe how much that shit costs? Billboards, no, a- TV ads, uh, uh, magazines, all that shit. It costs more than it takes to make the fucking movie. It's crazy. Wow, that's yeah. sick. Mm-hmm. That's sick. Because really, you don't see that many commercials. You don't see billboards. I'll tell you that much. When's the last time you saw a fucking horror movie billboard? Well, you, don't. you know, mostly I'm not talking about horror movies. I'm just talking about big budget, um, right. you know, summer movies and stuff like that. And yeah, it's not necessarily in every town, but yeah, it's just crazy that 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 much money is spent on promotion. Oh, just thought. But that's so. nowadays, yeah, and and and, and it, you're fucking that's preposterous that that's the way it works, and 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 it's a shame, and it's good that we're able to fight back and do the fucking things like the VOD and having the Blu-rays and the DVDs be you know more affordable now. You know, there's always a fight. Just like when Netflix came in and changed fucking, turned fucking shit around and, you know, knocked Blockbuster on its ass. You know, and now look at him. Now <laughs> Blockbuster is gone. Good. Good for fucking Netflix. Good good idea. And it, this is the generational run. Everything is instant. We want it now, and we get it now. In some ways, that's shitty to say, but, you know, at least now we have all these options where in the 80s, in the 90s, it was basically a death sentence, if you're, especially like a franchise. The movie, if all of a sudden, I remember sitting there and all of a sudden Hellraiser Bloodlines is in the fucking, is on the new release rack. After seeing one, two, and three at the theater. Like, what the fuck says Hellraiser Bloodlines? It's direct to fucking VHS. What is this? You know, you're just like, automatically you're turned off because you're like, well, obviously it's not going to be anywhere near as good as what we've already seen. Why would it not have come to the theater? It's not like that now. Now you can see, uh, like I said, all these gems that we've seen, even in the last year. It's just, it's no longer a death sentence, and that's a good thing because it gives independent horror a chance, and it gives everybody a fair chance. If you have a good movie in the horror genre, the buzz amongst us all is going to fucking spread the word one way or the other. So it's a good thing, and I'm glad it's the way it is now. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't, uh, you know, I like it now. I like access <laughs> to stuff online and stuff like that and getting stuff online first. I mean, I do enjoy going to having the theater experience, but... Like you said, I, you know, I've got a great home theater set up at home, so if I could do it there, I'm going to. But I'm glad. I'm glad that it's no longer a death sentence, and I'm glad, thankfully, you know, the Internet is, um, there's a lot of pros and cons to it, but one of the pros is what we have now with social networking and everyone discussing, everybody that's in our, our, our little circle and then our big circle. 
that we have in, in the genre where, where word spreads about movies. And that's a big help. And it's no longer a death sentence like it once was. Mm-hmm. And that's I think that's a great thing. So. Yep, I agree. Yeah. Agree so. wholeheartedly. Should we do one more? Agree, Harry Hole. Yes. Oh, <laughs> uh, I, I just think of Harry Hood when you say that. Sorry. Ah, nice. Don't get me started. I'm not, gonna, <laughs> I'm not singing on fucking... I only sing on Banana Bites. Want to do one more? See if it's a quick one? What's in that Let's bag of leaves? What? What's in that bag of leaves, right? <laughs> that exorcist cap. All right. Oh, wow. Let's see. Oh, this is quick. I, I love your reactions. Ooh. As soon as... <laughs> <laughs> As soon as you read it, you always have a reaction. Oh, damn! Oh, shit! Trying to entertain people here, you know? All we have is fucking them listening to us. I gotta keep the entertainment value going. Wow, how about this, though? Satanic movies. Woo-wee, that's a fucking topic I love. Huh, yeah. (sighs) There's Uh, a lot of great ones. It's one of my favorite subgenres, I'll tell you that. Yeah, um, now... Satanic movies. Um, I'm I'm also thinking of like demonic movies. Well, yeah. Which I guess there's a difference, or I labeled it satanic. Somebody mm-hmm. hit like a long fucking thing, <laughs> and I think oh, I looked that... at them. I said, "Why don't we just Why don't we just settle on that means calling them satanic movies?" Yeah. You know? Huh? Yeah. Well, yeah, demons, Satan, fucking Beelzebub, fucking Pazuzu, whatever you want to call them. Any, you know? Anything that also would involve Catholicism. You know, is yes, the, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, sure. the the devil uh, inside, of course, is the best. Um, Every single one of us, the devil inside. Oh, I'm not supposed to sing. Sorry. If it, <laughs> yeah, save that for banana bites, buddy. <laughs> my bad, my bad. Banana yeah. bites is where we <laughs> sing. No, I mean uh, the one that comes to my mind, and obviously for you it might be The Exorcist, but the one that instantly sure. popped in my mind was Rosemary's Baby. That movie, uh, I mean, at the end, when you got the old people around her chanting, Hail Satan, it just really disturbed me. And that was kind of the first movie of that kind that I remember seeing. And so that one right there stuck with me. You're right, too. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, God is dead. Satan lives. Yeah. This is year one. Yeah, I was like, fucking... what the fuck? Yeah, <laughs> I fucking love that movie. Now that's yeah. another movie from the seventies that we completely fucking. Yeah. Was it the seventies or the sixties? I could be mm-hmm. wrong. Yeah, wow. for sure. Either way, I glossed over it if it was the seventies, and if so, I'm, I'm I'm sorry. But uh, great fucking movie. To me, there's another. There is a. Uh, I hate to coin our phrase, but there's a fucking unholy trinity. And it's um, it's The Exorcist, Rosemary's Baby, and The Omen. Oh yeah, The Omen. Yes, love. It's, I love the first two Omen. I even yeah. I, yeah. Oh yeah, I love Part Two as well. Only, yeah, I've only seen those two, but yeah, they're both great. And people, I can't believe I've heard people bash them so much, but and that's ridiculous. Yeah, say how they're boring and stuff like that. I find it fascinating. I agree. Hmm. I agree. They're great. I even love the fucking uh, The Devil's Advocate. I thought it was a great movie in the 90s. I didn't, I didn't bring it up when we were talking about the 90s. Devil's but... Advocate. Oh, Keanu yeah, Reeves? Yes, and fucking El Pacino. <laughs> I fucking love the hell out of that Yeah, movie, I man. saw that a bunch, actually. I saw that like three or four times. It's a good movie. He's very charismatic as the devil. I like mm-hmm. that shit. How about Oh God, You Devil? <laughs> <laughs> George Burns, yeah. Yes. Hey, you guys know who George Burns is? No? No? What? <laughs> I recommend everybody watch. Jesus, fucking hey God, you devil for a laugh. That's a good fucking movie, man. 
<laughs> Wasn't there a sequel to that? Yes, um, Angel Above the Devil Below. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's your favorite possession. That's my favorite <laughs> pussy possession uh, movie. Are none. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Amity Evil 2, The Possession. You know, mm-hmm. they went that road with it, and I'm a fan of that. But yeah, I think satanic movies, um, it's probably one of the best subgenres of horror. Anything involving shit like that. Even the, even the devil inside, which you didn't like, but, uh, you know, oh, Last that. Exorcism, Exorcism of, of Emily Rose, shit like that. That's another good movie that we've never discussed. I, I like that movie as well. Yeah. It's hard to do that, an exorcism. After the exorcism, the bar that it's set, there's been so many shitball knockoffs. That if a movie can come out with, even with exorcism or exorcist in the title at all, and and be good, it's, it's tough. Easy. Yeah, because that's the the bar was set with that movie, and it still hasn't been broken, you know, in right. forty years. So yeah, it's tough. Yeah, what would you say? Um, Devils? No shit. What about the Rex series? You consider that demonic after what happened in part two? See, that's oh, what it yeah. is about part two. Part two was confusing. Part one explained it one way. This is why I don't love two. Don't get me wrong. I love to, but this is why I don't have it higher the way you do than one. It was a little bit confusing what they, how they made it demonic, where it wasn't really, you know, it was more something you caught. It was like a rabid virus in part one. Then part two, they kind of steered it somewhere else. So that always confused me just a little bit. Well, there was the religion. They hinted at the religion thing in part one. They did hint at it, but yeah. the thing is, they never really, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, they they yeah they explored it more in the sequel. I love that about that series because it kind of blends two genres, if you will. Well, really three genres if you count found footage. You know, it's got the the zombie, the and then the possession, and then like the found footage. It's crazy. I've never thought about it like that, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, man. It's fucking yeah. That that's the only thing about two. It was a little bit. I'm not knocking it one bit. But it was a little bit confusing where it was part one was just what it was, you know? How about Exorcist 3? That's another fucking great movie that a lot lot of people talk about. Yeah, I actually, man, that's one I always went back to as a kid that I rented a lot. There's a couple of scenes in there that are just crazy. You know, it's got a lot of old people being possessed and, and, uh, and killing and shit. Love, yeah, I love that movie, actually. Yeah. Definitely. And Stigmata, that was a decent. There was some good scenes in Stigmata. Yeah, the the more I watched that one, the more I thought it was just kind of bullshit. Because well, it, it was a little exorcist rippy? Is that what you're No, just the... Okay, so a priest dies, and then he's trying to get his message through some random girl in New York City, and because of that, she's having the Stigmata appear on her body. But his message isn't anything evil at all or anything. I don't think so. I think his message was he was trying to ultimately do good. I can't really remember specifically what it was, but it wasn't like a demon possessing her or anything like that. I just remember her possession was pretty badass and the stigata that was on her. And Visually, yeah, you're right. Visually, it looked great. But, yeah, the more I watched it, the more I thought about it. I was like, well, this doesn't really make sense. Hmm. Yeah, it's been quite a while since I've seen it. But it's good. Then you got movies like The Prophecy. That was good. Uh, have you seen that? I'm, I'm sure you've seen that. Yeah, with Eric Stoltz and Christopher Walken, I believe. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I love that. Yeah, that was, That's another yeah. good one. Yeah. Yeah. That, How about was... Nick of Time? <laughs> <laughs> How about Land Before Time? That's a time travel movie, right? <laughs> Fuck. 
How about um Out of Time? Have you seen that one? <laughs> Who the fuck was it? Out of Time? Was that Ninja I've, Turtles I've or something? I've never seen that. Somebody Out of Time? No, I didn't mean to say... Did I, did I say Out of Time? What did I say? You said Out Nick of Time. Nick of Time. I said Nick, Nick of Time. I didn't mean Nick of Time. I meant, I meant the Ninth Gate. Sorry. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, Ninth Gate. Was that a... That was really... Oh, well, it was about Satan. Yeah. Yeah, no. Johnny mm-hmm. Depp. Yeah. I actually watched that multiple times, too. That one really intrigued me, just the style of it. And I think I went to the theater a couple times to see that, actually. I really enjoyed the slow pace of it. You know, I, I usually would never say that. Yeah, I like yeah it was that good. It's, a good. it's an overlooked movie. It's another mm-hmm. one that's overlooked. Kind of like Devil's Advocate. Not a lot of people talk about it. It's good, though. You know? Mm-hmm. And then how about Night of the Demons? There's fucking demons in it. That's straight possession going on in that movie. It's oh, a, it's straight a, up, yeah. How about yeah. uh how about well fuck I mean we could say Evil Dead and Demons. Oh and, fuck, how can we forget about Demons? I mean yeah. that's right it's the title of the movie. A <laughs> 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 fucking bad are we demons? That's possession. Yeah, pretty much. Mm-hmm. They're, they're Satan's minions. They they may not be Satan, but they're whatever the fuck, you know? What about Prince of Darkness? There's another one for you. That's fucking oh, Satan. Oh yeah. Mm. That's an overlooked movie. That, that's it. a confusing movie that a lot of people fucking think is a masterpiece, and a lot of people think is total trash. It's weird. As, as a kid, I hated that movie because I didn't understand it. Watched it as an adult, I'm like, this shit is incredible. It's one of Carpenter's underrated films. I agree. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. All right. Well, I mean, that's that's a pretty good little segment there for your fan grab. So, hey, yeah. guys, if you have... So, stuff you want us to talk about in fan grab, you know, send it to bananalaser at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at 314-720-8842. Talk about whatever you want and we'll talk about it on the show. And, uh, and oh, fuck. Well, the phone's ringing right now. Jesus. <laughs> you got the devil. Yeah, what the hell? Doomed. Holy fuck. All right. Here we go. Let's yeah, why not? Hello, this is Banana Laser. Hello? Uh, you have the wrong number. Hello? Look, this really isn't funny anymore. Oh, hell, not again. I'm sorry, you have the wrong number. You fucking called us, you dumb bitch. Look, I'm telling you, you have the wrong number. All right, enough is enough. Don't call here again, bitch.
right, guys, we are back, and we're capping off our walk through the 80s with 1989's Intruder. Intruder alert. Intruder alert. Um, yes, I was thinking about that too today. <laughs> Fucking um, um, berserk. Yes. <laughs> intruder alert. Intruder alert. Yeah, totally. Wow. Yes. This has nothing to do with that, so ignore what we just said. But <laughs> Atari fans out there, right. <laughs> um, I had actually never seen this flick before. It's another film that Dave showed me. Uh, this movie came out in 1989, and it's made by Scott Spiegel. And if you guys don't know, he's in the um, Raimi Bruce Campbell camp. I believe he was one of the producers on the Evil Dead series. Is that right, Dave? Yeah, I believe he wrote Evil Dead too. for that matter. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah. yeah. He's done a lot of writing, he's done a lot of acting, and he's done a little bit of directing. Yeah, recently, I think he, I was looking him up, he did Hostel 3, which he I did. actually yeah, yeah. didn't mind that movie. I actually kind of, it was a departure, but I kind of liked it. Intruder, I mean, this, I, I'm just going to say right up front, this is a fun little movie. I really enjoyed the hell out of this movie. It's just a fun slasher movie. I didn't realize that at first, okay? Right, yes. <laughs> it it took is a little a, slow. It took a while for it to get going. Uh, basically, the premise of this movie is it all takes place in a supermarket. And I thought at the beginning they called it Walmart, but I'm not for sure. <laughs> Walmart? <laughs> I think that's, I thought that's what they said. Uh, attention, Walmart shoppers. The store will be closing in 10 minutes. Uh, please uh, select your final purchases and take them to the cash register where we'll be happy to check you out. Uh, thank you. Uh, thank you for choosing Walmart. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, it all takes place inside of this store. You know, it's it's a low-budget low kind of movie. It's a one-location movie. It just centers around all these employees who are working through the, out the night getting picked off one by one by an intruder. Indeed. Um, <laughs> so it's a very simple premise, but it's one that satisfies because, like I said, I didn't know where it was going for the first 30 minutes, but at at like exactly the 30-minute mark is when the kills start happening. And the kills is what, to me, sets this movie apart from other films because... They were phenomenal. Yeah, K N B, three letters, man. Is that right? Oh yeah, you didn't see that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, K-N-B. I didn't. I didn't notice that. Okay. Yes, so that, sir. That's... What a team! You got the Ramies, and you got fucking K N B. Yeah, man. Yeah, exactly. So Scott Spiegel made this movie. He wrote it. Um, it's actually the story was written by Lawrence Bender, and he's most notably known for being involved with Tarantino. He wrote. Reservoir Dogs, Pulp Fiction, a lot of Kill Bill. It's crazy. They wrote and directed this movie. And then you got the actors in it, which are a bunch of familiar faces. You got Sam Raimi. You got his brother, Ted Raimi. You know, there's some goofy fucks. Bruce Campbell Campbell comes in at the end for a quick cameo. Yeah, for a second. Uh, But you also got Danny Hicks, who who I love in fucking Evil Dead 2 as the hillbilly trucker. Uh, yeah, right. Boy, he looks so different too, doesn't he? Yeah, From 87 was... to 89, a complete <laughs> different fucking look and different performance. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I want him to be just come out around the corner and be like, Bobby <laughs> Joe, is that you? Bobby Joe! <laughs> Bobby Joe! 
Yeah, How about so, Renee Estevez? Don't forget her. Yeah, she looked familiar, but I'm not. What has she done? I don't know. She's fucking Emilio Estevez's sister. Or <laughs> Get out of here. Is she? I, I, I'm I'm almost positive. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. Yeah. So Charlie Sheen's sister, um, so to speak. Daughter of Martin Sheen. I can tell you that much. Okay. Martin hmm. and Janet, I believe, if you were going to be precise about it. Yeah. Hmm. And the okay. ex-sister-in-law of Denise Richards. If you want to read it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's throw her in the mix. Six degrees of fucking masturbation. You know? Uh, who made out with Nev Campbell. And... <laughs> right. But Renee Estevez, I think she was in uh, Heathers. Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah. They had a bit part in the West Wing. Yeah. The West yeah. Wing. Yeah. Yeah. Horror yeah. fans unite over the West Wing. Single white female. I yeah, didn't watch yeah. that. I watched The Roommate instead. It seemed like <laughs> it seemed like a good here. choice. <laughs> Did you watch Single White Female, the sequel, part two, by chance? Is is there one? Yeah, there is no, one. No, I didn't know that. Okay, Single black female. Yes. Okay, get out of here. I'm just kidding. No, no, but in all seriousness, there is a single white female, too. Hmm. I'm not kidding about that, yeah. Didn't know that. Yeah, I think I'm it was sure direct it's... to DVD. I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so back to Intruder. Like I said, it's really a simple premise. And one thing I noticed right off the bat is is how this movie looks. Yes, it's low budget. Yes, it's in a supermarket overnight. But the one thing I enjoyed about it, which I can't say about a lot of these low budget straight to DVD kind of films, or VHS I guess at that point, kind of films, is that it's lit well. And lots of times these movies are dark as shit. You know, they take place at night. They're super dark. But this one is very bright, very vibrant, and uh, it really let the blood kind of fucking shine in this movie. So it looked great, I thought. It had a lot of weird kind of stylistic, you know, kind of camera kind of shots and stuff. But some of them were pretty interesting, I thought. Like, for instance... I think it opens up with a shot of a camera inside of a shopping cart. Does a little POV. Yes. A shopping cart. Yeah. I think so, that's a strong suit. I think that's a. I think the cinematography is, yeah, is yeah, very. Yeah. It's, it's well thought out compared to fucking your average eighty slasher. That's, that's what I'm trying to say. Cin- yeah. Cinematography. That's yeah. Where I couldn't think of. There you go. It sets it apart from an average slasher, like mm-hmm. um whatever the final exam or slaughter high or something and don't get me wrong i have nothing i'm just saying that this is one thing that sets it apart is the cinematography in it i like they they do a couple tricks they have the one scene when she's uh they take time with it and it makes it memorable when you see actually through a phone you know that one scene when it's like a rotary phone (laughs) and you can see here through it's interesting you know and then you, you see it through a shopping cart and then they have like a little back and forth camera thing when two people are talking in an aisle a little bit reminiscent of Evil Dead, the way some of the stuff they did with the um, with the camera angles and that as well. Especially two, you know how in two they did all kinds of fucking around with the camera, stuff yeah. like that. And you could see that it was kind of from the same team, also because of the the tongue in cheek comedy, but not over the top, not over the top comedy. A lot of tongue in cheek and a couple fucking. <laughs> all right, that's cool. But you know, we could safely say that, especially me, but. Neither of us are really big fans of over-the-top comedy and horror. You know? Yeah, no, and this one, like you said, it's very subtle. I mean, it's peppered throughout. Every, yeah. Friends, 
pretty much every time there's a kill, there's a joke punchline to go along with it. But <laughs> yes. it, it, it's a visual joke, and it's not necessarily an audible joke, you know. And that would be much more corny, in my opinion. I think it's you're right. The mix is done very well. So yeah, to to elaborate on on the premise a little bit. Basically, you got two cashiers. One of them has an ex-boyfriend. He comes in. He wants her back. He's a fucking douchebag who spent time in jail for killing somebody we find out later. Gets into a fight. Everyone in the store tries to find his ass. They end up kicking him out. The cops come. Hey, everything's okay. See ya, cops. Um, Then we have to pull an all-nighter because the store is going to close indefinitely or some bullshit like that yeah yeah the, in a month in the first of the month they're all going to be out of a job mm-hmm. and they had everybody on staff that works there and they were kind of wondering why they go oh that's why everybody's here so you got right. fucking you know you got a, maybe eight people the two cashiers and other people and then the, the two owners so you probably got like you know seven eight nine people they're all there and they say we're going to mark everything off half price from this day forward, so that's why tonight everybody's going to stay. We're going to lock up, and, you know, they announced we're going to close. Sorry about it, and, you know, they're not too happy about it, but they're going to spend a couple extra hours that night marking everything half off and going through the inventory and whatnot. So basically, you know, they're in this secluded area. Not secluded. Uh, it is secluded, but it's a store, like you said. They're in this grocery store, and they're locked, and then they definitely lock the doors after what happens with the boyfriend causing a fucking ruckus. So they throw them out, and yeah, they're stuck there for a while. So you know, you know what you know what ensues. You got lambs for the slaughter. Once he gets kicked out, and then slowly, that's what this movie is: is literally just a series of murders and very yeah. uh, very elaborate murders and they're very entertaining and it but it takes a good 30 minutes to get into it like i said you know i was like what is this movie you know is it about this guy wanting to be with this girl and it is you know because after that we get all these murders and you see a lot it's a lot of pov and a lot of mystery you don't understand who the killer is uh, you know the entire time you're thinking it's the boyfriend. It's got to be the boyfriend. But you just don't know. It's a fun movie. Yes. I, I think literally all there is to talk about is the kills. Because, they're, like you said, you got like eight or nine people. And these kills are one after another. But they're fun as shit. Like, for yeah. instance, uh, you know, Sam Raimi, he gets fucking his face put on a meat hook. Like, <laughs> you know. And it's all done in camera, too. You yeah, know? it's cool. You know, lots of blood. You know, I don't know if what we saw was like an unrated kind of version. It was. It was the unrated. Gotcha. Okay. I could definitely see there being a a cut version of this because at one point a guy gets his head sawed in half by a bandsaw. Yeah. Fucking awesome. I love that. Oh. Oh my God. So fucking good. And what about the, uh, what, there was one other one which was incredible was when that guy gets his head crushed in that fucking thing. Oh, was, that's a that trash. It's it's a trash compactor with hydraulics, you know, and his, you his head gets split in half. The killer, <laughs> the killer's just holding him down while this thing is lowered on his head, and you see everything. That's the beauty yes. of these effects. You see it all. You see his head get smashed and ripped in half. And it's gorgeous. That's what this movie is all about. But, as we were talking about earlier, not but, but I I should say and, 
There's also almost a punchline to every single one of these. Like, for instance, Danny Hicks, and it's kind of at the beginning of the movie, but he gets he meets up with the boyfriend in the alleyway, and the boyfriend from the beginning of the movie ends up clobbering him with a fucking hammer. And instantly it cuts to one of the employees dropping a sack of potatoes. <laughs> it's great, it's like, isn't it? It's like, ah, all right, come on. He went down like a sack of potatoes. We That's good, it. though. Yeah, I like it. I like it, yeah. And uh, what's another one? Oh, uh, Ted Raimi in another great kill. He, he fucking gets a... A knife right in the back of the fucking skull. Right. It looks Boom. great. Ted Raimi and that fucking, and the headphones. How about the fact that that <laughs> song is being played for half an hour? Every time you see Ted Raimi, he has these headphones on. Am I right? No. It's like. What the fuck was that? What song lasts that long? It isn't like Fish. It isn't a Harry Hood jam. It's fucking, you know? No, it's an 80s pop song, instrumental. Yeah, and it's going on for like half an hour because you keep seeing Ted Raimi throughout this first half hour of this movie in the back room doing his butchery shit, doing whatever the fuck he's doing, stocking, and he always has his headphones on. And that same song is playing. Even when he's dead, the guy drags him and that song's still playing. <laughs> he gets a knife to the head, Ted Raimi does, with his headphones on. He falls to the ground. And the, the, the shot lingers on a sign that says knives must be kept sharp or something like that you know it's like it's like all right all right so each one of these kills almost all of them has like a punchline or a stinger that's just it's kind of there it's pretty clever don't you think it was funny how in the beginning of the movie how long it took that girl to get through fucking to emergency service on the phone yes it was like oh fucking- god over five minutes, it was like she was calling the bank, waiting to talk to fucking uh, fraud detection or something. You know? yeah. Okay, we're going to transfer you here, and they're playing music. What the fuck kind of place is this? And then the guy on the phone's like, uh, well, do you want us to send a squad car? Yeah, I'm calling an emergency service. Send somebody. Like, you shouldn't yeah. have to ask. But let me say this. Remember what you said about the first half hour and everything? Something about this movie, uh, you don't get into the characters so much. But it's kind of like Friday the 13th 2 or My Bloody Valentine. The characters, they're relatable. There's no really bad acting. The one stoner was a little bit a little bit over the top. But the characters, you're, you're just kind of cool with them. They're not boring. That's what I don't mind about this, that it took a half hour to get it going. But the situation they were faced with and the store was closing and the guy was bitching about his... Uh, he was going to have vacation. They've been there for a while. Then the situation about the two owners and the one didn't want to sell and the one did. I was okay with that, you know? And that's what, something else that separates this movie from just other slashers, in my opinion. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know if you caught on to it the way I did, but I, I wasn't really bored with that with the first half hour. Yeah, I was. You know, I really yeah. wasn't. You know, in retrospect, no, it makes more sense. Now that I know what the movie is... But when I didn't know where it was going, I found it to be boring and kind of dragged. It makes more sense now in there retrospect. There you go. Yeah, yeah. And, re- and I've seen it enough times that I that now I, yeah, I can see that the first time. So, yeah, I hear you. I'm not saying that's on the power of a Friday 2 or My Bloody Valentine. I'm not saying that per se. I'm just saying that now if you were to go back and watch it, it's okay. The characters to me aren't boring. I don't mind what they're saying to each other. There's been a lot of slashers that are just fucking downright dull for the first 45, 50 minutes. And I've seen a ton of 80 slashers, 
And that's really what goes on. You know, I just watched Final Exam and Slumber Party Massacre in the past week. And this is better than those movies. You know, in those movies, the killer just appears. Okay, a guy escaped a mental institution, and he comes and kills. This, to me, has a little bit more... I, I enjoy the lead-up more, and I enjoy the conclusion more. And I enjoy, uh, for the most part, the gore. You know? Yeah, so. yeah. The you're right. The intro is definitely not as boring as many, 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 many 80s slashers. Mm-hmm. You know, the characters... Right. You know they're they're interesting enough, and maybe it's because we know who some of them are with the Ramies in there and stuff like that. But but you're right, it, it's it's still engaging. I, I just watched this today, a mere hours ago. So yeah, I just didn't know where it was going. But I, I you know like I said up front, I had a lot of fun with this movie. I suggest definitely watching this with a group of friends. Yes, I, that would that would <laughs> be the way to go because it's a party kind of movie. I mean, once the kills start, they do not stop (laughs) right one right after another and each one it just keeps escalating i mean it starts with just a knife you know and i think that the first one's a cutaway but by the time you get to the you know to the bandsaw cutting through a guy's head you know that (laughs) it's the perfect escalation of kills really so mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. what what about uh you want to give out award for best kill the spike through the eye was good to fight i'll tell you i like that but it's not the uh there's that thing again, Matt. Remember? Remember we talked about it in fuck Reanimator? We didn't know what it was called, and the guy got that shit, the letter stamper I was calling it, the fucking and somebody <laughs> even told us what it was called. It came to permission it happened again. I even Is use you- these at work every single day because, you know, in a restaurant you usually work off, <laughs> off tickets and so you have one of these there to stab the tickets once they're done. I think it's a spindle, maybe. Is that it? I don't fucking know. I even I don't order know. I even ordered two of these like a month ago. <laughs> and the funny thing is, I'll go a step further. Somebody told us. Well, I think Jason Lloyd told us. What yeah. Right? And we fucking forgot again. We're a couple dumbasses. <laughs> take take the show Dumb away ass. from us. Yeah. He tried. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he tried. Should have left us in that basement, Jason. Yeah, what the fuck, dude? Oh, what, but what about that? What about that, Um, you know, fucking what you were saying with the... Uh, the banana. Oh, well. Uh, well, banana split. The banana split. I, I got to go with the bandsaw cutting the head straight in half because it looked great. It looked real. That's that's the other thing. Yeah, yeah. the blood was a little thick and, and dark, or bright, I mean, rather. But the head, obviously it's not a real head, but fuck, if I couldn't tell, it looked real as shit. Kudos to them. Yes, I agree. It was great. And I, I was, I had two. There were two top kills. There was that one you said, and there was the one with the guy getting crushed by the fucking. What, what did you call it before? Uh, it was it's a trash, a trash compactor. compactor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, those two are the probably the best two. So just yeah. to be different, I'm gonna go and, and say the trash compactor head smash was fucking. Phenomenal. Oh, that yeah, that was phenomenal. The only reason I didn't pick that is because it was a little more dark. It was not as brightly lit as the bandsaw, but they're right. they're. Pretty much equal. Yeah, they're great. They're 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 two great fucking kills. And mm-hmm. if you if you're a slasher fan of the easy and you haven't seen it, see it. What else? Banana split or, or banana? You want to peel? There really isn't much. There's only two girls in the whole movie. There is. <laughs> there's Estevez who gets fucking whacked in the first like forty minutes, and then there's the final girl, the blonde girl, and that's it. Yeah, I'd probably go with the final girl. You know, she's a little taller. Maybe more slender. I mean, they're both about equal. They're both kind of 
They're kind of cute. Yeah, they're cute, moderate-looking, maybe even homely is kind of a word to describe them. But they're, <laughs> you know, there's nothing. They're not like they're not like crazy beautiful. You know, they're cute. no, no, yeah. no. And yeah, I agree. You, if you got to pick a girl, I'll go with the final girl with a slight edge over uh, Miss Estevez. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to? Hey, Dave, you want to get out of here? Go do a Devil's Trio with her? Yes. All right. Oh, yeah, I'm down. Show's yep. over, guys. All right, yep, see, ya. see ya. Angel above, devil below. <laughs> Little Estevez is a fucking dirty hoe. All right. <laughs> okay. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. We'll we'll do a little banana parfait action with that. <laughs> 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 yes, <laughs> potassium. All right. Well, let's fucking. I mean, we're we're keeping this spoiler free. You know, I mean, there is twists and turns that we're not talking about, but I think the main focus here is the fun of the movie and the enjoyment of the kills and stuff like yes. that. And the characters. One more thing. Let me interrupt. Yeah. Why mm-hmm. did the fucking bread guy show up in the fucking middle of the night? <laughs> to what? The bread guy. Remember when that guy came to the door towards the end of the movie in the final scene and the guy came delivering bread and he gets fucking whacked at the front door because it's locked? Who the fuck would deliver oh, bread after midnight? <laughs> that, I must I must have turned away. I didn't realize that was the bread. I saw the kill, but I didn't realize it was the bread guy. Yeah, well, he was carrying a tray with the fucking loaves of bread in it. D- You're not even supposed to be there that time of night. No, I work in the industry, Dave. That's when that shit gets delivered. Bread? After midnight? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that shit gets delivered in the wee hours of the morning. Well, no shit. Well, fucking mm-hmm. fuck me side saddle. Okay. <laughs> All right, good. Then, then it's fine. Then... Nothing's wrong with this movie. Good. All right. <laughs> that was the deciding factor. That brought it up half a point. Okay. Yeah. Let's rate this movie. I fucking, like I said, I love this movie. I'm so glad that, you know, and I love it for different reasons. Last last episode we did Pen, and I really liked that movie too, but it was for different reasons. This sure. movie was just more fun to me, and so for that, I will give it a four. I really liked it. I had a blast. I want to watch this again with friends because I watched it alone today. I watched it alone last night, and I echo the sentiments. I'm in agreement on the four rating. Yes, it deserves a four out of five. Definitely. Fucking seek it out. Watch it. Yeah, like you said, it's fun. It's fun. It's a little better than a lot of 80s slashers. It's very good. Seek it out. Like you said, peel it back, intruder. Peel it back. There you go. So... All right, we're going to fuck this. Uh, phone, this uh, 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 uh. I'm getting the fucking phone this time. Fuck it. Let me, I, I'm let me take good because I don't want to answer this shit. Jesus, I'll take care of this shit, buddy. All Just right. fucking sit back, fucking do what you got to do. All right, I, I've I've been calm and I am no longer calm. Let me get this phone. Thank okay. you. Banana laser. What do you want? Why are you doing this? Bitch, please. Why the fuck are you doing this? Who are you? For God's sake, what are you doing? This is Matt with Zell if you're nasty, and with me, as always, is... No, 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 no. Never mind. Fuck that. Never mind who we are. Why don't you go bother the skeleton crew or something? Matter of fact, I think I got their number in my phone here. Hold on. Let me see here. Stop this. No way we're stopping now. This is the year of the banana. I'm different because I respect my audience and I don't yell at them. And I'm special because I respect my audience. Yeah! Shut the fuck up! Pain. 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 Uh. The way she-
she listened to what the MC said She might as well plug the RCA chords into her head Taking that into consideration At the center of creation Cats still criticize my frustration Raps, well off he goes Coming, cop some flows Cross your toes in hopes that I don't climb you like an obstacle Mission impossible, fishing in the kitchen Alright guys, we are back And we're gonna get through this Barring any more weird ass phone calls Hopefully that was the fucking last one Good but, God uh, Fucking better be. Yep. Uh, we're back. Uh, what we're going to talk about here is since we're wrapping up our walk through the 80s, we're just kind of going to go through um, each year. You know, we're going to kind of walk, th- we're going to kind of walk through the decade and just kind of pick our favorite movies out of each year. So join us, won't you? Join us. Jesus, you are so freaky. You know it, brother. Mm -hmm. All right. So let's start at the beginning, 1980. I mean, there's a lot of good stuff in 80. I mean, you got the Friday 13th original, uh, the original Maniac, Motel Hell, which we reviewed on the show. You got the um, the Jamie Lee Curtis's Prom Night and Terror Train. Both Those of them. both came out in that year? Huh. Yep. They got fucking Inferno, little Argento action. Yeah. Well, wait, this says The Fog came out that year, too. So she the was. The Fog th- did come out that year. Three different horror movies in one year. That's why Holy she's shit. a scream queen, just because she fucking cashed in quickly for 1978 Halloween. Boom. Big smash it. 79. She fucking just filmed those three. Boom, boom, boom. And they came out in 80. You know? Mm. Or maybe, you know, one of them came out late 80 or what have you. But I mm-hmm. mean, yeah. She's fucking, yeah, smart, smart move. She cashed in. Okay, let's go. And then went ahead and made Halloween too. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, and, and then she probably filmed never made a horror movie again. <laughs> right, yeah. She made five, and they fucking are all memorable. They're all known. You could definitely say that. They might not all be top-notch, but they're all known movies. That's why she's the Scream Queen. That's what I say anyway, you know? Yep. Um, But... 1980 has one of my favorite movies of all time on it, so I got to go with that. And I'm going to assume that you are too, Dave, and that's The Shining. Of course. Yeah. It's my favorite movie of the decade. Yeah. So, of course, mm-hmm. it's my favorite year, too. Of course, yeah. it's my, our favorite of the year. Love that. I mean. But the uh, Friday the 13th, we're not, I'm not sneezing at that. You know, it's fucking, it's Friday the 13th is, you know, it's Friday the 13th. I'm just... <laughs> it speaks for itself. Yeah, please. It does speak for itself. If it wasn't for The Shining being the masterpiece that it is, then it would go to this one hands down. Mm-hmm. So, But there, there was no choice for me. It, it, it's Friday the 13th. Mm-hmm. All right. So uh, 1981, okay, is also got lots of good shit. Halloween 2, Fun House, which we reviewed on the show. Yeah. Evil Dead. Yeah, I fuck. mean, yeah, great. Let's see, lots of movies, man. The Burning, the Bloody Burning. Birthday, which we re- we reviewed Bloody Birthday. Yes, we did. The Beyond, Ushio Fulci, ah, easily his best film, right. in my opinion. In my opinion, definitely The Beyond is is, is a damn good movie. Well, my Bloody t- Valentine, holy I, shit! Yeah, yeah, fuck it. I tell you, the the eighty eighty through eighty four, man. You could just look at the at those years, and it's just fucking. One movie on top of the other. Mm-hmm. How about Ghost Story? You ever see that movie? That is a damn good movie. I never did. No. Oh really? Son of a bitch. Well, we we can't. <laughs> you've already you've already walked through the '80s, so I can't recommend it uh, for the show. But maybe I'll send it to you or something. That's a good movie. That's like up there with. Uh, gee, how, what can I compare it to? Almost like the Changeling. It's like that type of a movie. Okay, I really like that movie. Okay. Yeah. 
good stuff. Cool. Happy Birthday to Me came out that year. You know, it's it's a good fucking movie. Hmm. Lots of good stuff. Loch Ness How, Horror. Never heard of that. Loch Ness? <laughs> yeah. The Prowler. The Prowler came out. And fucking, oh, fuck. Yeah, slashers were just all over the fucking joint. Graduation Day. There was movies. There, there was fucking movies. There was slashers. But... Um, they all they all have to take a backseat to one, and so this is really yep, cool. <laughs> I, yeah, um, definitely Friday Part Two is gonna take take the cake because that's one of our most beloved in the franchise, and yeah. so yeah, fucking yeah, that that definitely takes hierarchy over all this stuff. Even though all this a lot of this is great, right? Yeah, fr- I hear you. Fr- yeah, Friday lo- too. Yeah, yeah, Friday too. Definitely, we were in a, so we're we've been in agreement. Uh, well, so, so far, far. yeah, mm-hmm. so far, yeah, so, so far, we're in agreement. So let's go to 1982, and let's see if we agree some more. Ah, uh, this is a tough one because what a fucking year! Hmm. Great <laughs> year, great. <Pieces. laughs> I have no problem with pieces. Pieces, yeah, I have uh, no problem. No, that's a fun, fun movie. It's got the best, one of the best openers I've ever seen to a horror movie. Yeah, uh, has, has a good closer too, for that matter. <laughs> uh, the Thing. Oh boy! Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm. Mm-hmm. New York Ripper, Manhattan Baby. He put out two movies that year. Fulci oh, I guess put out so. Manhattan Baby, according to <laughs> Wikipedia. <laughs> okay, yeah, I think so. Sure. Halloween three and Friday the Thirteenth three. Oh good, yeah, good fucking movies, man. Amityville two, which I'm a big fan of. You are not. Yeah. You've watched it finally. Uh huh. Yeah. And then you got two other great ones. You got Poltergeist and Creepshow. I mean, holy fuck. Poltergeist? Best. Huh. Yeah, oh, Poltergeist. Yes, Creepshow. Fucking, good God, what else came out that year? There, there there, really is a ton. I mean, Basket Case. That's a fucking good movie. Shit. You know, I never watched that. you never seen Basket Case? Mm-mm. Oh, yep. man. I almost feel like walking through the 80s twice with you. Good oh. God, just, just so we can do these. Dave, there's only so many show ideas we have. I'm sure we'll walk through the 80s again. <laughs> yeah, we'll do a fucking redo. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be our swan song. Rewind. We'll yeah. Yes. We'll walk through the 80s one more time for like episodes, whatever our last 10 are going to be. And then we'll fucking do that. <laughs> Why not? How, you can't go wrong with the 80s. No, you know? man. Shit. I watched Evil Speak a couple nights ago. That's a good movie, by the way. That's an overlooked movie, Evil Speak. Yeah, I uh, never saw that either. Yeah. Madman, that was the one that we reviewed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, he that killed that. He killed that guy with his with the hood of a truck. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and we have the best scene ever in fucking recorded history, the hot tub scene. Please. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Belly buttons will not be looked at the same. <laughs> yes, that's true. Oh, what man. Slumber Party Massacre, Tenebrae, oh, a little fucking Argeno. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Visiting Hours and Hospital Massacre, kind of similar. <laughs> I haven't seen either of those, but that should be a double feature at a fucking theater, as far yeah. as I'm concerned. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. But uh, I gotta go with the thing because that movie is a fucking uh, pretty pretty much a ten to me. That movie, it's almost a perfect movie. Um, so I gotta choose that one. I got I, a funny funny feeling you are gonna go with something else. I am gonna go with something else, and it's not easy to do. Because the the trio, and I'm not even, I mean, Friday 3 and Halloween 3, I fucking love them. You listen to our retros. We, we, I think we gave them both a four, four and a half, whatever mm-hmm. the fuck. 
great movies. But I have a trio here, and it's The Thing, it's Poltergeist, and it's Creepshow. And those are three movies that are in my... They're definitely in my top 20, if not my top 10. I fucking love those movies. So it's really tough. But at the end of the day, I get the most enjoyment, and I've watched it more, and I probably will watch it more. I go with Creepshow. Ah, uh-huh, uh-huh, yep. Did you think I was going to go with Poltergeist? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I did, actually. No, I picked Creepshow, it's, and it's by a fucking a cunt hair. It's very close, you know? Yep. They're three great movies, but uh, I've seen Creepshow many times. I love the format of everything, and yeah, it's just one of those movies that just sucks me right in. I, I wish I knew some of Stephen King's lines in that movie. <laughs> Is he like, it's alien shit, or something? Meteor shit! Yeah, yeah, that one. <laughs> He's yep. such a looney tune in that. All right, what are we on now? 1983? Yeah. 1983, walking through the 80s. This list is, there's a lot more on the on the 83 list that I'm not familiar with. But There's a lot more good movies, but from where I sit, there's not a five star. But there's yeah. a lot of four stars. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? There's a lot of really good movies, but there's no fucking, you know, Grand Slam like there is in the other years. You agree? Uh, uh, I think one kind of stands out a little bit, but uh, what are you gonna say? Sleepaway Camp? <laughs> no, no. Okay, all right. Well, everyone seems uh, to love the fuck out of it. And uh, I like the sequels better, but let's see. I mean, Videodrome is a Cronenberg classic. Yeah, House on Sorority Row, Mausoleum, yeah. Mortuary. That's wasn't bad. I watched that years oh. ago. Psycho Two, Psycho, often overlooked. Good fucking movie. I, yeah, I guess you're right. I guess that one is, to me, I mean, there's other, I really like Christine. Uh, I think yeah. that's, a, that's an underrated movie, in my opinion. But uh, Cujo, I could really do without. I, I know a lot of people like that movie, but I'm just not a fan. Uh, Twilight but yeah. Zone. Twilight Zone. Twilight Zone came out there? Yeah, Twilight Zone the movie, 1983. Yeah. You know, hmm, even as a kid, that, that movie really didn't do it for me. Maybe because I never what? watched. Yeah. I mean, I, I probably like the segment of the little boy who could do anything you wanted, you know, just because you can kind of relate to that, you know, being a child and wanting to think of something and have it happen. But, uh, no, it, 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 it actually, no, I, I'm wrong. The segment I liked the most were the, the two bumpers. Uh, Dan Aykroyd at the beginning. Yeah, was right. Clearly, uh, that, I could just watch that five minutes or whatever it was. And be good. I could turn it off after that. I loved that. It was great. Mm-hmm. Uh, but no, I got to say Psycho 2 because, I mean, that's you're right. That's a four-star movie right there, Psycho 2. I, I think it's the most well-made movie out of all this bunch that I've seen. I haven't seen The Demons of Ludlow, so I don't know. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. The Demons of Ludlow. No, I don't know that either. <laughs> I, I haven't seen Deadly Spawn. I've heard people enjoy that. I go with Psycho 2 on this list. I I am a big fan of Psycho 2, but as far as you saying um, well-made, Twilight Zone, to me, is better made. And... Uh, yeah. More enjoyable overall, I think. I, I had to go with Twilight Zone the movie. Really? Huh. Yeah, even though they have that one kick even the, the can. Yeah, the kick the can thing, it's like, I know that's based on a. It's fucking, not horror, I know. Tw- yeah. Oh, I know. man. I understand, but it's still good. Mm-hmm. It's a little lighthearted, Spielberg y type, if you will. Yeah. Uh, uh, in fact, I think Spielberg did that 
segment. Probably, yeah. I think yeah. you're right. Mm-hmm. But I mean, everything else. I mean, the first one was fucking great with the racist guy that goes everywhere and goes to fucking Nazi Germany and uh, it becomes a black man with the Klan and the whole fucking thing and the the guy in the wing on the plane and just like uh, maybe I'm a yeah, sucker for good. anthologies. Just like I just picked Creepshow. I just love the flow of it. And Kick the Can is the weakest one, but it's still a great performance by Scatman Carruthers and a good story. Not a horror at all, just more fantasy, but that that's the Twilight Zone series. Mm-hmm. You know, and yeah, nobody true. likes it more than I do. I'm a huge Twilight Zone fan. Uh, that's not why I'm picking it. I'm a, I like Psycho 2 a lot, but if I'm sitting down and I'm going to watch something over and over again and I'm, I'm going Desert Island style... Yeah, I'm going Twilight Zone. Hmm. I, uh, it, you know, Psycho Two is is an achievement in in filmmaking because the cards were so stacked against that movie, trying to make a sequel to a 30 year old or 20 year old uh, Hitchcock movie seems fucking stupid, you know. But they yeah, they yeah. did it. They did it, and they made a great movie. So. <clears throat> That's a good uh, point. That's a good point. I'll give you that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So 1984. And, man, there's a couple good things in, in 1984. Gremlins. Who isn't a fan of Gremlins? I mean, come on. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> the Initiation. I love The Initiation. I Do watched you that, really? Yes. Yeah, like five years ago, and it that movie had it all to me. It was great. I'm going to um, fucking watch it tonight because I forgot about it. I seen it in its initial run, and I have a vague remembrance of it. Yeah, so. I really liked it. Um, let's see here: Silent Night, Deadly Night. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. A big, my favorite Christmas movie for that. Ter- Terror yeah. in the Isles. Have you ever seen that? Of course I have. Are you kidding me? Fucking Donald Pleasance hosted. It's fucking. I fun. know that. It's fun. That's not like on DVD or anything, is it? But you know where you can get the only place you can get it nowadays is with the Scream Factory release of Halloween Two that came out last year. Oh, no shit. Was, I'm going to buy that just for that, disc. then. Yeah, what a great thing they threw in there. Yeah, because huh. I had a bootleg copy for years. It was ripped from VHS, but I've had it. And, uh, yeah, it came out last year on Halloween, too. That was the best reason to get that thing. It may not even have been, pardon me, it may not have been the Scream Factory one. It might have been the one that came out the year before. It, no, because uh, I have. The anniversary edition. Yeah, I have the Scream Factory one. It's not okay. that, so. Well, then it was the 30th anniversary edition that came out, or whatever the fuck it was for Halloween, too. That one came out, and it came with that. From Terror Nick- in the Isles introduced me to so many movies that I didn't realize. Yeah. Like The Omen, I hadn't seen that, and I saw clips from that. Yes, um, yes. And, uh, ooh, uh, like Body Heat, or I think, is that? Yeah. Like some De Palma movie. Couple you know? De Palma, that one with yeah. Stallone, whatever the fuck that was. Nighthawks, was yeah. <laughs> Nighthawks. <laughs> that was what I remember, seeing these movies that weren't really horror being yeah. thrown into this movie. But I I still, it's one of those childhood things for me. Ooh, like the I Marathon love- Man clip was on there. You know, the Is It Safe clip uh, uh, with the dentist. Yeah. Nice. Oh, man. You know what they did brilliantly in that was fucking, um, um, have you checked the children? Uh, when a Stranger Calls. They they played there brilliantly because they started it in the beginning and in, in, in the first segments of, of different shots they were showing and then by the end of the movie, in, in the third act of this movie, they did it fucking... The calls are coming from inside the house. Now, uh-huh. 
wonderful. That's how that movie should have been instead of fucking doing it all in the first half hour. And then there was no, it was a fucking big orgasm after 30 minutes. There was That's... no afterglow and then he went mm-hmm. right to bed. It was nothing. You that know, was the problem. But the way they played it out in Terror in the Isles actually worked better than the way they did in the actual When the Stranger Calls movie. Uh, I, I remember that more than anything about that movie. And the fact that Donald Pleasance was in straight up fucking Dr. Loomis <laughs> He gear. was all, all Loomis, yes. yeah. <laughs> it, was like they filmed, it was like they were filming it at the time they were doing Halloween 2. Okay, yeah. cut. And then the guys from fucking Terror in the Isles came in. Okay, Loomis, talk, talk a little Pleasance, whatever, you know? <laughs> That's yeah. what I remember about it. Very nostalgic for me, that movie. So yeah. I like that. I, yeah. I have, haven't seen too many of these. Uh, Night of the Comet, seen that. It's okay. Well, uh, Children of the Corn and Nightmare on Elm Street are fucking too Nightmare on Elm Street, yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, Children of the Corn. Don't forget that fucking movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't watched that as an adult, so I don't know if that holds up. The, the effects don't hold up in the fucking second half. I think yeah. that much. <laughs> but it's still a good story. But I think clearly we got to go with, for the winner on this year, 1984, is Friday the 13th, the final chapter, hands down to me. Yeah. I, I can't see you picking something else either. So, no. yeah, okay. <laughs> no, I can't pick anything else. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No. Mm-hmm. yeah. no, great, great, great movie. Good Yeah. Guy. And so, 1985, let's not even talk about any of the movies. It's Friday the 13th, part five, a new beginning. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> but I think you're really out of line. <laughs> uh, I'll tell you, you what about that movie. Let me say this. I was doing it the other day. Once again, on the fucking wonderful fucking group page that we have, we were fucking talking about part five, and everybody was dropping quotes from that fucking movie. And what a time I had doing it. There are so many quotes. There are so many fucking Mm -hmm. lines in that movie. You don't even think about it. There's more lines in that movie than there is, like, part two and part three. It's weird. It's just something about that movie is very quotable, you know? Well, Well, I mean, it's got some of the most craziest characters out of all of them, you know, so. Yeah, it certainly does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Goddamn enchiladas. Um, <laughs> Tons of them, dude. I'm telling you over and over again with that movie. It's showtime. Yes, showtime. <laughs> uh, but 1985 has got some classic bad movies that I'm just now realizing looking over this list because Nail Gun Massacre <laughs> is a terrible Terrible movie that I suggest you watch. <laughs> it's terrible. And and Microwave Massacre. And, was, yeah, and that movie is terrible. The first fucking five minutes are tremendous. Watch <laughs> it. Hysterically tremendous. Nail Gun Massacre and uh, Microwave Massacre. When I was a kid, the very first day, uh, I got my card and I was given permission from my parents from Video Factory, which was eventually taken over by Blockbuster, to, to rent rated R movies. Those are the first two movies my friends and I rented. Microwave Massacre and Nail <laughs> What a double feature. <laughs> yeah. Well, think about it, man. I was fucking at that age. I just seen... And I told a story about when I fell in love with the horror in, in Friday 3, and then I went to the movies to see fucking the final chapter, and now 85 comes on, and I'm in full horror mode, and we're peaking with these slashers. And yeah, okay, you can watch these slasher movies, Dave. Okay, nice. So I go to the store, I get the fucking, I remember the blue card. I remember like it was yesterday, that fucking, that card in my wallet, and going and running those movies. And Nail Gun Massacre and Microwave Massacre were the first two I rented. Jesus. Did you also rent Hard Rock Zombies? Because I watched that a few years ago, and that is insanity on film. 
<laughs> Which one? Which one? Hard, hard Rock Zombies. Hard Rock Summer. No, <laughs> I don't know Hard Rock. It's that. it's not even a horror movie for real. It's a comedy, but oh, it's, okay. it's ludicrous. But we do have some classics here. Reanimator. Return of the Living Dead. Phenomena, mm-hmm, which we've done on the show. Channel, yeah. Yeah, check the oh. archives. Demons. Demons, oh, yeah. You know? Ghoulies. Fright Night. Ooh, that's a classic. Yeah. Return of the Living Dead. And Day of the Dead. Yes. Day of the Dead. Mm-hmm. That's my Both quandary. the same year. That's my quandary right there, man. I'll tell you that. That's mm-hmm. fucking... Those are two different but fucking top-notch zombie movies. Yeah. Silver Bullet, the stuff. There was some fucking movies, I'll tell you. Well, yeah, the Mutilator. Did you ever see The Mutilator? Never saw that. Mm-hmm. Well, we're doing that in our fucking... Uh, our redo, okay. <laughs> That's save, another slasher you should see. Save that. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I, for me, though, hands down, the the most enjoyable movie that I could watch again and again out of all of these is Return of the Living Dead. The rewatchability factor for that is very high. I mean, I know recently I've really come into loving Friday Five, but there's just something about Return of the Living Dead that's just so unique and nails it to a T that I got to go with that one. Well, I fucking love <laughs> Return of the Living Dead. What the fuck? Who's doing this shit? Is that that fucking bitch on the phone? Is she infiltrating our fucking lounge? Because I'll tell you if what, I'm not going to wait. I will stop the show in the middle of the fucking recording, find that fucking bitch's house, and yeah, she's going to go to the hospital and I'm going to go to jail. That's what's going to fucking happen. Oh, shit, Dave. Jeez, I hope it's well, not her. What the fuck? It better not be her. But Jesus. Let me think about uh, more dead things instead of her. <laughs> uh, Return of the Living Dead is fucking tremendous. I I love it. It's a fucking blast. It's fun. However, I have got to give the fucking edge to Romero and Day of the Dead, which hmm. some days I say is the best of the fucking original trilogy. I fucking love that movie. Mm-hmm. I love the mm-hmm. characters. The gore by Savini might be his best work. I love the isolation. I love fucking. I love everything about that movie. And, yeah, I have to give a little bit of an edge to it, so I'm going with, with Day of the Dead. I mean, it's a good movie. I do like it. Wow, some, I did. some of the best score I've ever seen on film. The story is top-notch. The fucking drama, the fucking mm-hmm. conflict, everything. To me, it's, it's, it's incredible. Sounds groovy. 1986. Got a lot more classics on this one. Um, <laughs> Trick or Treat. You ever see that? The original? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I've seen man. it all right. Slaughter yeah. High, one of our fucking old covers right there. Yep. From Beyond, that's a good one. From Beyond, Night of the Creeps is... Yes, that's ah, fun. Mwah, great movie. Thrill um, me, you sons of bitches. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Henry, Henry, Portugal. Oh, yeah, yeah. Killer. Yep. House, Hitcher. Yep. Chopping Mall, we were just talking about that. <laughs> um, you know, but clearly... Friday the 13th part <laughs> I couldn't even say it. <laughs> God, I couldn't even get it out. Don't even uh, talk about Jesus lives. Not anymore. <laughs> oh, man. Chopping Mall. Chopping uh, Mall. Aliens. A lot of people love Aliens. But I'm not on that bandwagon. I'm an I, Indian fan. I love them both for different reasons. I wouldn't call this one a horror movie. So I can't Texas really Chainsaw too. on the list. 
Love it. Love it. This is a tough year, actually. Yeah, I don't know. This is a tough year. The Fly. The Fly is a fucking good movie. Fly is a great movie. Yeah. Psycho 3. Psycho 3. good. Thank thank you, my friend. Yes. (laughs) Vamp. I haven't seen Vamp in forever, but... (laughs) Poltergeist 2. Vamp. I, I... Yeah, I don't remember a whole lot about it. Yeah, Grace Terror- Jones, that's all I remember. <laughs> oh, boy. Terror Vision was not that good. Yeah, it's uh, real goofy. <laughs> yeah. Witchboard was a fucking fun night at the movies, I'll tell you. It's always going to have a special place in my heart, but I, it doesn't mean I could pick it as the movie of the year. <laughs> right. I think definitely that The Fly is probably the best movie from that year, best made movie, but... I probably wouldn't pick that personally, although I do like it. I, I respect prob- it. I hear you. Yes. I respect the hell yeah. out of it. Yes. Yeah. I would probably go with Chainsaw 2. I just, I really like that movie. Uh, that movie hit me at the right age, I think, when that came out. And a lot of people say it's not scary, but to me, it's got a lot of frightening shit. You know, it's got some over the top stuff, you know. But Bill Mosley is phenomenal in it. <laughs> so, yeah, fuck, fuck yeah. Uh, yes, so, he is. So yes. I got to go with that. I, 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 I will say this. Okay. You like Texas Chainsaw 2, mm-hmm. and it hit you at the right age. Mm-hmm. And it hit me at the right age, too. We, uh, we've discussed it before. We were quoting lines from it, this and that, and everything else. And very nostalgic. Had a lot of fun with it. But now, at the point I'm at now, a different series and a different movie hit me at the right age and um <laughs> believe it or not i'm picking psycho 3 yeah I, I i would rather watch psycho 3 than texas chainsaw 2 i didn't think yeah. i would say that once upon a time but <laughs> nowadays yes um that that's a damn good underrated movie that is true yeah that's extremely underrated it's yeah, yeah you know people think about it as a fucking piece of crap but um but no it's got a lot more depth to it than people think so all right so cool what are we on now 87 87 yeah oh, jesus christ what a year um, hmm. lots of movies actually prince of darkness we were just talking about that prince it's classic of darkness yeah nightmare three lost boys lost boys. fucking oh, boy. hellraiser evil dead oh, 2 shit. holy fuck creep show 2 Hello, uh, Mary Lou, Prom Night 2. <laughs> Silent Night, Deadly Night 2. Nice, St- Amityville, Dollhouse. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Stepfather, Street Trash. Hmm. Slumber Party Massacre 2. <laughs> 87 was the year of fucking part 2. Sequels. Opera. Wow. Argento's Opera came Argento's out Argento's Opera. Yeah, I, fucking, I really like that movie. Yeah. Oh, uh, bad Taste. My my Peter <laughs> Jackson right. my Peter Jackson favorite better than fucking uh, the other one Dead Alive in my opinion mm-hmm. but yeah yeah they're about the same to me Creep Show two Mm-mm. Return to Horror High one of one, one yeah. of my yeah yeah check the archives yep. um. House two the second story House two <laughs> oh fucking part two <laughs> so many part twos yeah by yeah, this point in time cool. yeah they they were like holy shit we got to fucking franchise this shit. Right, eighty-seven, the year of part two. Yeah, this movie or this year has got more on it than probably any other previous year. Jaws: The right? Revenge. Yeah. yeah, Dolls. That was a good movie. The Gate. The Gate. Oh yeah. Fuck. Yeah. 
Monster Squad. Holy shit. I'm actually kind of stuck. Once again, this only this feels like that one year where I was stuck between three movies. Yeah, there's a lot of good ones, but there is. Uh, to me, I will definitely go with Evil Dead too. That's just no shit. Wow. Yeah, I mean that's that's a classic movie in my opinion. When stacked up against everything else here, I'm actually stuck between Evil Dead Two, Hellraiser, and Nightmare Three. Those yeah. are fucking. I mean, I, I like I like Hellraiser, and I even like Nightmare Three to some extent. But no, I gotta go with uh, Evil Dead. Evil Dead, baby. Boy, is it close. Boy, I can almost flip a coin with these five three-headed coin. Um, <laughs> so right now, though, the one I'm gonna have to go with the vibe I feel at the moment. I'm gonna go with fucking Nightmare Three. Feel the vibe, Nightmare Three. I fucking Ooh. love Nightmare Three. Yeah, mm. what a great movie. It's not as good as Nightmare 4. I mean, when that dog urinates uh, fire. Oh, <laughs> motherfucking Renny oh, Harlan. <laughs> yep. On to the next one. Fuck Renny Harlan. Fuck Nightmare 4. What we at? 88, baby? 1988, ladies and gentlemen. Slugs. Slugs is the magic word, ladies and gentlemen. Slugs? I never you, saw that. You want to win a prize? Slugs is the word. That's all I'm going to say. What's happening? You know what's happening. Slugs. Slugs is the magic word. I decided just now. Okay. <laughs> all right. Nice. Nice. It's uh, nice to make a, an impulse decision to fucking do something. But once in a while. Let's see. Friday Night 2. Halloween 4. Friday 7? Yep. Friday 7. <laughs> Night of the Demons. Hellbound yeah. Hellraiser 2. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh yeah, Serpent in the Rainbow, Child's Play. <laughs> Child's Play, baby. Yeah. I'm sorry, but Child's Play One is a fucking good movie. I'm sorry, but it is. I always it, liked it. Yeah, I do too. Um, Nightmare on Elm Street. F- no. Um, the Blob. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that fucking movie. Pin dot dot dot. I like how it puts it puts ellipses in the title just because it was on the screen when it. <laughs> a plastic nightmare. Yes, yeah. indeed. Pin, right, yes. Halloween 4, ladies and gentlemen. Serpent and the Rainbow. Yep. Maniac Cop. I know you like that one. Oh, yeah. That's a fun movie. Yeah. Sleepaway 2. Zombie 3. Fucking gore-tastic. I'm going to go with Hellbound, Hellraiser 2. I have to say. Yes, I am. It's a good movie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Don't like Hellbound, huh? No shit. No, I thought we talked about it before. Just uh, nope. Let's I see. love the fucking atmosphere of it. Man. Phantasm Two. This is tough. I would probably, I'd probably go with Zombie Three, just because I know, I know it's not a well-made movie. It is not, but it's a fun movie because um, of the history of it. The the I just really enjoy the the troublesome atmosphere under which it was made. You know, it switched directors halfway through and blah blah blah. And but the gore, I just love that gore, man. So I'm going with that. Wow, that's cool. That's cool. How about Brain Damage? Have you ever seen that movie? Never saw it. Boy, that's a good movie. That's hmm. a fucking good movie. I forgot to mention it, and I, I I like it so much that I actually thought about for a second it it, it challenging my pick. That, that's hmm. how much I like that movie. Yeah, yeah, you should check it out. But Never wow, Zombie it. Three. So Zombie Three just goes by the title of Zombie Three. 
Yes. Yeah, after yeah, after Zombie aka Zombie 2 or whatever. Right. Um, yeah, they just picked up a Zombie 3. That was a tough year for me. 1989. Yeah, Moving on to 1989, Leviathan. This, this oh, closes man. us out. This is the end of the 80s, 1989. Leviathan. Howling 5. Yeah, you know, that's good. <laughs> Jason Takes Manhattan. Clown House. <laughs> Clown House. Oh, God. Oh, ooh. The Revenge of Michael Myers. Oh, boy. Fucking A. Shocker. It's, wor- it's worse than Resurrection. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the edge of the X. Oh, oh, edge of the X. Almost made the cut on our reviews, but not almost, almost. Amityville Four: The Evil Escapes. All right, <laughs> is that really on there? Yeah, it's on there. Warlock. Yeah. Warlock. Oh, yeah, Warlock. Huh. Yeah. The horror <laughs> show, aka House Three. Oh, I saw that at the movies. Believe it or not. House you show. saw everything at the movies, Dave. House show? Yeah, why not? At that age? Are you kidding me? Fuck you yeah. son of a bitch. Pet yeah. Cemetery. Ooh. Yes. Now there that, you go. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. That that S- might actually take the prize. Stepfather 2. How about Lobster Man from Mars? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Lobster? <laughs> Lobster Man from Mars. Yes. 1989. Look out for the monster man, kids. And He's don't forget Intruder. Intruder, huh? Hated it. Eh. Kidding. Don't forget Intruder. Wow. It's, you know, it's strange to say, but yeah, wow. Intruder might even make my fucking pick here. Yeah, I know. I just reviewed it. Yeah, it's I either know. Intruder or Pet <laughs> Or Pet Cemetery. Cemetery, yeah. And yeah, pet, right? And they're, they're both really good. Intruder's just more fun as uh, Pet Cemetery has that downer, you know, kind of dread throughout throughout the whole thing. Uh, yeah. Phantom of the Mall, Eric's Revenge. <laughs> <laughs> Phantom <laughs> of the Mall. What is no, that? How about The Cellar? Can't forget about that one. Oh, The Cellar. I never saw that. Yeah, don't forget about it. Huh. <laughs> Puppet Master, the original. No he, shit? Yeah. Yeah, the original. Pu- don't forget about Tetsuo, the Iron Man. <laughs> Nightmare 5. Good God. Did it. Oh, boy. The dream child? Yeah. The fuck, it's a ball, yeah. boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. 976 Evil is all they're talking about fucking Robert England. Good God. <laughs> well, I got to go with Phantom of the Mall. <laughs> Eric's Revenge. I've never seen it, but goddamn, if that can't be a fucking A-plus movie. Now, <laughs> I, think, I think you're right. I think I'll go, I'll hit Intruder. Uh, if, it was, if this was yesterday, I would have said... Pet Cemetery, but I loved the uh, the movie Intruder. So, yes, yeah. see what I do for you. See about hey, hey yo, <laughs> I threw Wazel on to fucking brand new movies, and it's his favorite movie of that year. Yeah. Damn, yeah, man. I'm, but I'm, tomorrow I'll probably watch Pet Cemetery, and I'll, I'll be like, this blows that out of the water. What yeah, was what I the, thinking? What the fuck <laughs> was I thinking? Fucking <laughs> dude, just fucking. You know that's why. Uh, Lloyd calls him an opinionless flip-flopper. Dave Z <laughs> too fucking persuasive. He's just fucking got that skill. You're right. Pet Cemetery. Yeah. You put him in a room with him and boy, he can talk you in almost anything. You're right. Hellbound, yeah. Hellraiser 2 is pretty How do you good. think I banged so many girls over the year, man? I just got this for Holy over shit. the years. Oh, I just, I'm not particularly good looking or anything. I just got fucking persuasive skills, man. You know? <laughs> That's all you need in life, kids. Persuasive skills. Yeah, so, just yeah. 
Con your way into sex. It's it. like sales. Yeah, you're basically selling yourself in a manner of speaking. You know? Oh, Jesus. It's like being a salesman. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go with the intruder, too. I, I bought into my own shit. It's true. I have Sweet. to say it. Yeah. <laughs> How about what's, that? What's high five on that, Dave, right? Yeah. Two, yeah, there we go. Jeez, oh, dude, that wasn't my hand. <laughs> <laughs> One, two, three. All right. Close enough. Oh! We're as bad as the fucking nerds in Revenge of the Nerds. Remember when they're trying to... Wasn't it those two guys that kept missing the hot five? (laughs) Miss Betty Childs. Bitch, Betty Childs, if she calls back, tell her I'm fucking more able than Stan Gable. (laughs) We're never going to get a fair shake as long as Stan Gable is the head of the Greek Council. (laughs) We come here on stage tonight... To give our show for you. <laughs> we got a high-tech rhythm with a funky sound. Then to make you move your body down to the ground. All right. Oh, that's great. We're doing that fucking retro. We're hey, guys. We're the horror box. Wonder joints. Wonder yeah. joints. Eat a pie for charity. Eat a pie for charity. Well, ogre, is it good or is it great? That's good. That's good. That's good. That's my pie. <laughs> Want to do it on the moon? <laughs> oh, Are all shit. nerds as good as you? God, I could go on all fucking night just talking about this shit. Oh, boy. That's another I, one, right? I think I think we better get out of here because we I think we've pretty much lost the audience at this yeah. point. <laughs> slugs. Tell, t- tell them about slugs and dead shadows. That's the word. Slugs. Got it? Slugs, dead get, shadows. Got it? Good. Slugs. Get on the fucking page. You want a free movie? You want dead shadows? Get on the page and fucking say slugs. That's it. That's all you got to do. And Dave Z will send you a copy of Dead Shadows. Not Dark and, Shadows. Not Dark Shadows, no. Dead Shadows. Brand new DVD, ladies and gentlemen. Let me just say, there's a, there's an exception to the rule. If you are not a member of the, the group page, and you're the first person, if no one else says it on the group page first, and you request to join it, I'm going to take that as you're joining the group page because you want a fucking free thing. But that's okay because that means you're listening to the show. So get on there and say slugs on the fucking Facebook group page, Banana Laser, and boom, I'll mail that shit right to your house, Dead Shadows. Got it, guys. Slugs is your key word. Are we making it clear? Are you the first listener hearing this? Go to our Facebook group page, type in something to do with slugs, and a free DVD copy of Dead Shadows is coming your way. So, courtesy of Banana Wazer, but mainly Dave Z. Hey, I do what I can, people. You know? Yep, yep. He's not just, you know, the guy who says, hey, yo. Okay, he does a whole lot more than that. I'm much deeper than that. Yes, (laughs) damn it. (laughs) Yeah. All right, so that about wraps it up. And, uh, what the... Dude, this motherfucking... I'm getting this fucking phone. Let me get this fucking phone. I've had... Enough of this shit. You yeah, know it's this goddamn it. bitch. It's a Let fucking get... buzzkill. I was so happy. <sighs> Let me get this. All right. Get <sighs> Hello? Hello? Would you please just leave us the fuck alone? Please. Peter, don't cry. We can straighten things out. There's nothing to get so upset about. Peter? Do you mean producer Pete? Look, lady, we don't know where he is either. Ever since the incident when we got out of the basement... At... Peter, where are you? Open your fucking ears, jackass. Peter's not even here. Don't do this. Listen, psycho bitch. 
Pete isn't here, and don't ever call here again. Please tell me where you are. Who is this? It's Jess. Jess, okay. Are you alone? No. Phil and Bob are upstairs asleep. Why? Because I want to know what I'm up against when I come to your fucking house and shut you up for good. What the fuck do you think is wrong? You won't leave us alone. We've tried being nice, and now Dave is fired up. Even I can't predict his next move. Okay. Okay, huh? We'll see about that, motherfucker. You want to see Peter? You're going to be seeing St. fucking Peter by the time I'm through with you. Phil! Bob! Oh, please answer me! Phil! Where's Pete, though? I haven't seen Pete around. Yeah, well, you know, he'll turn up eventually. He's probably off on his own spin-off adventure. This is producer Pete. I think it's time we had a discussion about banana laser.